One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. This is going to be the episode of the podcast that leaves you turned for filth. Literally leaves you turned for filth. Today we're going to be talking about Thoth, who was an Atlantean, and also the god of wisdom. And there's really no better way to talk about Thoth than to talk about the Emerald Tablets. The history of the Emerald Tablets has been translated. It dates back to 36,000 years BC. The writer of the Emerald Tablets is Thoth. He was an Atlantean priest king who founded a colony in ancient Egypt after the sinking of his mother country. He was the builder of the Great Pyramid of Giza, which was attributed to Cheops. In it, he incorporated his knowledge of ancient wisdom and also secretly and securely secreted records and instruments of ancient Atlantis. For some 16,000 years, he ruled the ancient race of Egypt, from approximately 50,000 BC to 36,000 BC. At that time, the ancient Barboas race among which he and his followers had settled, had been raised to a high degree of civilization. Thoth was an immortal, that is, that he had conquered death, passing only when he willed, and even then, not through death. His vast wisdom made him ruler over various Atlantean colonies, including the ones of South and Central America. When the time came for him to leave Egypt, he erected the Great Pyramid over the entrance to the Great Halls of Amenti, placed in it his records, and appointed guards for his secrets for among the highest of his people. In later times, the descendants of these guards became the Pyramid Priests, by which Thoth was defied as the God of Wisdom and the Recorder, and that's what he looks like in ancient Egyptian figures, is he is holding a scribe, and, and he's holding a scribe, and... Literally, he is attributed to be the god of writing. In legend, the halls of Amenti become the underworld, the halls of the gods, where the souls passed after death for judgment. During later ages, the ego of Thoth passed into the bodies of men in the manner described in the tablets. And I'm going to read one of the tablets in a little bit, but I'm going to give you the basically the preface to the tablets here. As such, he incarnated three times. So that's why his name is also attributed to be Hermes Trismegistus, because that means thrice born. 
In this incarnation, he left the writings known to modern occultists as the Emerald Tablets. The tablets translated in this work are ten, which were left in the Great Pyramids in the custody of the pyramid priests. The ten are divided into thirteen parts for the sake of convenience. Not for the sake of convenience, basically for because thirteen is the divine feminine number. The last two were so great and far-reaching that it's important that at the present, it's forbidden to release them into the world at large. So there's two of these tablets that haven't been released or translated yet because basically mankind's not ready. However, in these contained, there are secrets that will provide an inestimable value to a serious student. To Basically, you will be shook when I start reading some of this stuff. They should be read not once, but a hundred times, for only thus can the true meaning be revealed. A casual reading will give you glimpses of beauty, but more intensive study will open avenues of wisdom to the seeker. Some 1300 years BC, when Egypt was called Chem, it was in turmoil, and many delegations of priests were sent to other parts of the world. Among these, some of the pyramid priests with carried with them the emerald tablets as a talisman by which they could exercise authority over the less advanced priestcraft of races descended from other Atlantean colonies. Basically, if you had a tablet from Thoth, if you had one of the emerald tablets as a talisman, you were a direct authority from Thoth. The particular group of priests bearing the tablets immigrated to South America, where they found a flourishing race who remembered much of the ancient wisdom. Among these, the priests settled and remained, and for, you know, in the 10th century, most of the Mayans had settled the Yucatan, and the tablets were placed beneath the altar of one of the great temples of the sun god. After the conquest of the Maya the Spaniards, by the Spaniards, the cities were abandoned and the treasures of the temples were forgotten. This freaked me out when I first thought about this, specifically because I was just in the Yucatan in January, and the temple that the Mayan temple that we went to was called the Temple of the Magician. And that's very much that's very much Thoth. Like Thoth was the magician. He is the magician. And that just that shook me because I planted a crystal in one of those pyramids there, not knowing that very well much that one of the emerald tablets could very well be at that at that at that specific site. It should be understood that the Great Pyramid of Egypt has been and still is temple of initiation into the mysteries. Jesus, Solomon, Apollonius, and others were initiated there. So speaking on the material aspect of the tablets, they consist of 12 tablets of emerald green formed from a substance created through alchemical transmutation. So they're imperishable. They're resistant to all elements and all substances. The atomic and cellular structure is fixed so no change has ever taken place. In this respect, they violate the material law of ionization. <laughs> Upon them are engraved characters in the ancient Atlantean language, characters which respond to attuned thought waves, so releasing the associated mental vibration into the mind of the reader. The, temp the tablets are fashioned, uh, fastened together with golden hoops that allow, like, like, that basically are suspended from a rod of the same material is very bright and beautiful. Thoth is basically this entity that is conscious enough to incarnate in and out of its in and out of an earthly body consciously without having to go through the third dimensional aspect of death. 
going into reading the first part of the Emerald Tablets, the first Emerald Tablet speaks as from Thoth. So I'm going to read some of this and get ready to brace yourself because this is such a inspiring, this is like what the Bible wanted to be. So <laughs> enjoy yourself. Emerald Tablet 1, The History of Thoth, the Atlantean. I, Thoth the Atlantean, master of mysteries, keeper of records, mighty king, magician, living from generation to generation, being about to pass into the halls of Amenti, set down for the guidance of those that are to come after these records of the mighty wisdom of great Atlantis. In the great city of Kior, on the island of Uday in the past, time, in, a, in a time far past, I began this incarnation. Not as the little men of the present age did the mighty ones of Atlantis live and die, but rather from aeon to aeon did they renew their life in the halls of Amenti, where the river of life flows eternally onward. Remember earlier I said the halls of Amenti were like the underworld? That's what they're supposed to be. A hundred times ten have I descended the dark way that led into light, and as many times have I ascended from the darkness into the light, my strength and my power renewed. Now for a time I descend, and for the men of Kim shall know me no more. But in a time yet born will I rise again, mighty and potent, requiring an account of those that left behind me. Then beware, O men of Kim, if ye falsely betrayed my teachings, for I shall come. Betray not my secrets to the men of the north or the men of the south, lest my curse fall upon ye. Remember and heed my words. For surely will I return again and require of thee that which ye guard. A, even from behind time, from behind death, will I return, rewarding or punishing as ye have requited your trust. Great were my people in the ancient days, great beyond the conception of the little people now around me. Knowing the wisdom of old, seeking far within the heart of infinity, knowledge that belonged to earth's youth. Wise were we with the wisdom of the children of light who dwelt among us. Strong were we with the power drawn from the external fire and eternal fire. And of all these, greatest among the children of men was my father, Thotme, keeper of the great temple, link between the children of light who dwelt within the temple and the races of men who inhabited the ten islands, Mouthpiece, after the three, of the dweller of Unai, speaker to the kings with the voice that must be obeyed. Grew I there from a child into manhood, being taught by my father the elder mysteries, until in time there grew within the fire of wisdom, until it burst into a consuming flame. Not desired, I but the attainment of wisdom, until on a great day the command came from the dweller of the temple that I be brought before him. First, there were among the children of men who had looked upon the mighty face and lived, for not as the sons of men are the children of light when they are to incarnate in a physical body. Chosen was I from the sons of men, taught by the dweller, so that his purposes might be fulfilled, purposes yet unborn in the, in the womb of time. Long ages I dwelled in the temple, learning ever and yet ever more wisdom, until I too approached the light emitting from the great fire. Taught me he the path of Menti, the underworld, where the great king sits upon his throne of might. Deep I bowed in homage before the lords of life and the lords of death, receiving as my gift the key of life. 
free was I on the halls of Amenti, bound not by death to the circle of life. Far to the stars I journeyed until space and time became as naught. Then nothing drunk deep of the cup of wisdom. I looked into the hearts of men and there found I greater mysteries and was glad. For only in the search for truth could my soul be stilled and the flame within be quenched. Down through the ages I lived, seeing those around me taste of the cup of death and return again into the light of life. Gradually from the halls of Atlantis passed waves of consciousness that had been one with me only to be replaced by the spawn of a lower star. In obedience to the law, the word of the master grew into flower. Downward into darkness turned the thoughts of the Atlanteans until at last in his wrath arose from his agwanti the dweller. This word has no English equivalent. It means a state of detachment. Speaking the word, calling the power. Deep in earth's heart, the sons of Amenti heard and hearing directed the changing of the flower of fire that burns eternally, changing and shifting, using the logos until the great fire changed its direction. Over the world then broke the great waters, drowning and sinking, changing earth's balance until only the temple of light was left standing upon the great mountain of Undai. Undal, still rising out of the water. Some there were who were living, saved by the rush of the fountains. What is that mountain called in the Bible that Noah supposedly lands on? Sounds like they got that story from somewhere. I mean, since they did burn the libraries of Alexandria, they did have to create history again. Called to me, then the master saying, gather ye together my people, take them by the arts ye have learned far across the waters until ye Reach the land of the hairy barbarians dwelling in caves in the desert. Follow there the plan that ye know of. Gathered I then my people and entered the great ship of the master. Upward we rose into the morning. Dark beneath us lay the temple. Suddenly over it rose the waters, vanished from earth until a time appointed was the great temple. Fast we fled towards the sun of the morning until beneath us lay the land of children of Chem. Raging they came with cuddles and cudgels and spears lifted in anger seeking to slay and utterly destroy the son of atlantis then raised i my staff and directed a ray of vibration striking them still in their tracks of fragments of stone to the mountain then we spoke to the children of the sun and its messengers cowed i then by cowed i them by my display of magic science until my feet they groveled when i released them Long dwelled we in the land of Kim, long and yet long again, until obeying the commands of the master who were willing, who, who while sleeping yet lives eternally. I sent from me the souls of Atlantis, sent them in many directions, that from the womb of the time wisdom might rise again in her children. Long time dwelled I in the land of Kim, doing great works by the wisdom within me. Upward grew into the light of knowledge of the children of Kim, watered by the rains of my wisdom. Blasted I then a path to Amenti, so that I might retain my powers, living from age to age a son of Atlantis, keeping the wisdom, preserving the records. Great grew the sons of Kim, conquering the people around them, growing slowly upwards in soul force. Now for a time I go from among them into the dark halls of Amenti, deep into the halls of the earth, before the lords of power, face to face once again with the dweller. Raised I high over the entrance, a doorway a gateway leading down to Amenti. Few there would be courage to dare it, few past the portal to dark Amenti. Raised over the passage, I, a mighty pyramid, using the power that overcomes earth force, which is gravity. 
deep and yet deeper placed I a force house of, or chamber. From it carved I a circular passage reaching almost to the great summit. There in the apex set I a crystal, sending the ray into time-space, drawing the force from out of the ether, concentrating upon the gateway to Amenti. Other chambers I built and left vacant to all seeming, yet hidden within them are the keys to Amenti. He and courage would dare the dark realms, let him be purified first by long fasting. Lie in the sarcophagus. Okay, so this is going to freak you out. I'm about to read something that basically tells you how you would go into the into the pyramid and receive mysteries because the pyramids were aligned are aligned with the belt of Orion and at the foot the left bottom what would be the foot of Orion is the star Sirius that's where the is attributed to be coming from and, and a lot of other star seeds and people that are here so other chain I'm going to read from he who in courage would dare the dark realms let him be purified first by long fasting so you would fast first, and then you lie in the sarcophagus of stone in my chamber. So there's a chamber of Thoth, which was probably the king's chamber. Then to reveal I to him the great mysteries. Whenever you laid down in the sarcophagus, your head was aligned with one of the belt pieces of Orion. So you were connecting to that star system. Soon shall he follow to where I shall meet him. Even in the darkness of earth shall I meet him. I, Thoth, Lord of Wisdom, meet him and hold him and dwell within him always. Built I the great pyramid, patterned after the pyramid of earth force, burning eternally so that too, so that it too might remain through the ages in it. I built my knowledge of magic science so that it might be here. And when again I return from Amenti, a while I sleep in the halls of Amenti, my soul roaming free will incarnate, dwell among men, in this form or another, Hermes thriceborn. Emissary on earth am I of the dweller, fulfilling his commands so the man might be lifted. Now return I to the halls of Amenti, leaving behind some of my wisdom. Preserve ye and keep the command of the dwellers. Lift ever upwards your eyes towards the light. Surely in time ye are one with the master. Surely by right ye are one with this master. Surely by right ye are one with the all. I'm going to read that again. Surely in time. Ye are one with the master. Surely by right, ye are one with the master. Surely by right, ye are one with the all. Jesus said, don't ye know ye are gods? That, that's where he got it from. <laughs> now I depart from ye. Know my commandments. Keep them and be them, and I will be with you, helping and guiding you into the light. Now before me open to the portal, go I down to the darkness of night. And that is the end of the first tablet. The next tablet is called the Halls of Amenti. The third tablet is the Key of Wisdom. The fourth tablet is the Space Born, which talks about being born of space with drawings of Da Vinci, basically. Tablet five is the Dweller of Unal. Tablet six is the Key of Magic. Tablet seven is the Seven Lords. Tablet eight is the Keys of Mysteries. Tablet nine is the key of freedom of space. Tablet 10 is the key of time. Tablet 11 is the key to above and below. Tablet 12, the law of cause and effect and the key of prophecy. Tablet 13, the keys of life and death. I think I'm going to break this up into different podcasts and read each tablet and read a couple tablets for each podcast and do, you know, 
do a little for that. I think that that would be great. It's very interesting. Getting a different perspective on something is a great way to open yourself up and learn because when you control the history of the world, you control what people know. And there was a time when the oldest library in the world with all of the ancient records before the Roman Catholic Church was a step but took over everything. They burned an entire library. They burned the Library of Alexandria. The only thing left from the Library of Alexandria, if there was anything recovered, sits in the halls of the Vatican. So, having said that, I looked at my clock. One, two, three, four on the clock. It's a perfect time to end the podcast. Have a wonderful night or day, wherever you're listening to this. Go to my website, maggiemaywilson.com. Email metaphysicalaf at gmail.com with any questions your stories, if you've ever connected with Thoth, if Thoth is one of your spirit guides. I definitely know that I've been working with Thoth Thoth since I started reading specifically about him and calling him in. Being at that Yucatan Peninsula and being, (laughs) being at the temple of the magician and planting a crystal in the, in the temple and then reading that first tablet where he talks about calling himself the magician and literally placing the crystal in the temple. Hello. Like, (laughs) guided if you don't believe in it what the fuck it totally (laughs) it's metaphysical as fuck it literally is there's so much more to go over and talk please send in your questions go to my website maggiemaywilson.com if you listened to the last podcast you heard about the great big new announcement about the way of the dragon nine week course that is that has officially launched last Uh, It'll be last week now when this goes live. And Reiki teacher training is now open. One of the spots, um, not one of the spots, two dates have been released. Two new dates have been released. We will be doing a Reiki teacher teacher training in the fall of 2019 and in the spring of 2020. Reiki teacher training is exactly what you think it is. It is continuing education for Reiki masters. Now, we all know what yoga teacher training is. And although yoga teacher training is very intensive, Reiki teacher training is not as intensive, but it is as diverse and direct. And it's open. I'm accepting new applicants to harness the fear vibration and help you work through the stages of uncertainty. The questions that I get the most from being a Reiki mentor are, how do I know I'm doing this right? How can I explain Reiki to other people? And how, why am I feeling drained after I do Reiki? So we get to the core of all these problems in Reiki teacher training. We talk about what doesn't work in Reiki and why you shouldn't be telling your clients certain things. You're a facilitator. If if anything, you're a facilitator and you can only assist someone in getting on their path. It'll be a virtual classroom plus a 36-hour intensive over a weekend in a beautiful estate in California. I'm certified by the World Metaphysical Association and the American Society of Holistic Healers to be your metaphysical mastermind and Reiki master teacher. I'm so excited to tell you guys more, but you have to sign up. (laughs) Go to the website, maggiemaywilson.com, and go to the education page. There are tons tons of bits of information on this program, on the way of the dragon, on booking sessions, on booking tarot sessions, on booking Reiki sessions, on booking sessions that you can get your song produced from your body. That'll be another podcast that I talk about creating music from women's bodies who are receiving Reiki and crystal sound healing. But that's another another topic for another day. So 
Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe and download if you're listening on Spotify. Download if you're listening on iTunes. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Bye.